Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Peter Travers, and welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And Steve Carell, uh, because he has so many jobs, uh, often forces people to hire him to do voice work, you know? And Despicable Me, as a series, he's always grew, and he basically dominates every minute of it. And in Despicable Me 3, he said, it wasn't enough for me to just be Gru. I want to be the twin brother of Gru called Drew. So, Steve, welcome, and your ego is again out of control. I know. You're using words like he forces and yeah. he dominates. I know like you. a terrible I way know. to introduce me. I think it's wonderful because, I, you know, this I is who you are. Take umbrage at that. Well, too bad. Well, it's right. my show. All I right. could just say it. Because if you weren't good in the movies, then we would all say, get rid of him. We don't want him. You wouldn't have me on. I know. But you are really terrific doing these. Thank you. And I'm looking at you because of the salt and pepper hair. Mm -hmm. Some a British newspaper, where I guess you were out flogging Despicable Me 3. Flocking. Flogging. Yes. Said, um, <laughs> Steve Carell <laughs> is insanely hot. Now, mm. They said, what happened? Clooney is over. And I love that it's, it's what happened. All, it's all you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that, wow. He was so ugly. <laughs> yes, and now, and now what happened? What happened? <laughs> a He's insanely hot. It's a miracle. It's kind of a great thing for to, to go from that. Oh well, I give hope. Well, you to agree all these is not an attractive uh, man. Grew is not. No, you know, I'm his brother's more attractive. He is. He's got a forehead of hair. Exactly, but he has the same body. He, his body looks like a big apple with toothpicks as legs. Who was that based on? The Groove voice is sort of, somebody once said the Groove voice sounds like a combination of Bella Lugosi and Ricardo Maltabon. And That's I, great. I kind of see that. Because well, it kind of don't like that. New generation of children will just relate to that immediately and say, yes. precisely. Yeah. You know, no, if I'm nine years old, I want Ricardo Maltabon <laughs> and Bella Lugosi. Or Bella Lugosi. Yeah. My 13-year-old my son loves all Bella Lugosi movies, especially the ones he doesn't play Dracula. Really? That is sophistication beyond anything I can ever well, imagine. Well, he, he is a student of the cinema. And the minions are like impossible scene stealers. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's just one of your co-directors, he does the voice of every one of them, which I always thought was strange. Yeah. How does one guy do 10,000 minions? Yeah, Pierre Coffin, he does... Oh, uh, that was beautiful said. Because I would have just said, reading it, uh, Pierre Coffin. Peter Coffin. Peter Coffin, but Pierre Coffin. Pierre Coffin. It changes everything. It now does. I, I understand. That. You know, he's French. It sounds like it. Were you forced <laughs> to call him Monsieur Coffin? Monsieur Coffin. Pardon moi, Monsieur Coffin, and then I'd have, I'd have my question. Do you like this reading of what I'm doing? Exactly. Here? You know, but you had to, not only do the groove voice, but the Drew voice. Right. So I'm going to ask you, just so that the viewers can understand, mm -hmm. go for me from Grew to Drew. Well, Gru saying the same sentence. Oh, in the same sentence. Okay. No, saying the exact same thing. All right. Like I. Um, I'm just going to do the okay. name of your show. Okay. This is popcorn with Peter Travers. This is popcorn with Peter Travers. <laughs> Those are the two voices. That's perfect. That's going to be on my phone now. <laughs> I, just, I feel sorry for I, anyone just, calling you. <laughs> they'd be so mystified. Yeah, they will they'd be, say, for sure. What should I actually do about that? Yeah. So aside from you making, um, oh, vast, uh, vile amounts of money mm -hmm. to do this, yep. what 
are you getting the most pleasure out of doing it? Because you do. You can tell it in your voice when you're playing it that this isn't miserable making. It's so much fun. It's, you know what? Honestly, the best part of it, and I will be completely earnest, is that I feel like these movies are really sweet. And it's, there's a very positive energy to them. And they're simple, and they're cute, and they're funny. And they, they kind of just delight people. And to be a little part of that is very important to me. I love it. I love just being, because that's the other thing. You just do this voice, and then you go away, and you come back, and you look at this movie, and it's fantastic. And all of the artists have done their jobs, and it's, you get all this credit for, you know, doing the voice, but you're just doing that little tiny part of it. But we all know from actors who do voice work that it's harder than anything in the world, that people follow you around forever, making you do different readings of each of those things. Not so much. Not you. No. Well, you have that in, in your contract. Yeah. I'm an Academy Award nominee. Yes. And I do not uh, do more than two takes. Don't, don't look me in the voice. Yes. So Tom Hanks is just Constantly complaining about how long it takes to do it. Well, well you, it's Tom simple. Hanks. You know, he's, a, he's an what evil a man. Hell. Yeah, he really is. Oh. He just <laughs> have you? You've interviewed him several times. And I'm it's sure. It's a, a hardship. Is it hard to be with him? It really is. Because it feels like it would be. There's a nastiness that just emanates from him. Yeah. Well, you, I, you know, you pretend sometimes when I'm interviewing you that everybody you work with is great. I do. Yeah. But it can't be true. Most of the people I work with are not great. They, yeah, and but you pretend yeah. that they are. It's part of the Hollywood thing. But is it part of the contract, the lying? It's part of the contract. It's just part of what you buy into with this Hollywood ridiculousness. Mm. Like, oh, everybody's fantastic. I'm friends with everyone I work with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know better. Hasn't it eaten away at your oh, soul? Oh, I have no soul uh. left. Look at me. I'm a shell. I'm a husk. Look at that. I'm a husk that. of a human being. Oh, but insanely hot. No. That's all That's that like, matters. It, well, it does now. I mean, it's the veneer. That's really, that's my point. These movies put a beautiful energy into the world because we are all just husks and veneers <laughs> of human beings. And that's I come what we to do. you, Steve, for the truth because I just don't get it from people. I understand. I always thought they cast you because... It, you know, your reputation mm -hmm. was despicable. Yeah. And it turns out, no, Gru became not a villain, but this sweet guy. Yeah. And so that's why the brother, Drew, has to come in and be... He's trying to bring him back to the dark side. The anti-villain. Oh. Yeah. Drew, his brother, wants to be a villain. So he's trying to enlist Gru back into a life of villainy. So there's that... You know, I think there's always going to be a pull. There's always, once you're a villain, you always kind of want to be a villain. So I think we're... we're but now that. you bring in uh, Trey Parker, oh, you know, he is playing so the evil brat, you know? I think that's... It's such a good... Now, see, I think it's the best villain we've... Or it's up there in terms of the villains. Oh, he's pretty great because he's so 80s. And, he's so 80s, mm -hmm. and he's this failed child star who has broken bad because his show is canceled. And out of revenge, he becomes a villain, which I think is a great impetus to be There's nothing a better villain. than to make the worst villain you can think of someone whose show was canceled. <laughs> I think there just can't be worse. No. Yeah. No, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's come close to happening. <laughs> you would know. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. see them all. Well, like I said, it's, just, it's a horror show out there. <laughs> Everybody. 
but everyone you have interviewed in here is a is horrible awful? person. God, I thought there were a couple of nice people no, who came in. That, they're good actors. But talking about more ego massaging that's happened for you in the media, the New York Times recently said, let's choose the greatest movies of the 21st century. I saw that. And there's like movies that are with subtitles that no one has even heard of, let alone seen, and the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Well, how does that make you feel as the star and co-creator? Yeah. You thought that up. Thank you, New York Times. You that's are in the cool. time capsule now. I know. I know. I, that's pretty exciting. I was uh, somebody. Yeah, somebody brought that to my attention when it came out. That was unexpected. But I think how many copies of the Times did you buy? It's so well deserved. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stepped on that joke. Yes, no. but it is well deserved. Oh well. In the se- it is, and that people discover people don't think of comedy often in that way. No. But that touched a chord in in all forty year old versions. What I spoke to the late great Roger Ebert about mm-hmm. that, and he asked me that same question because um, he and. It was interesting to talk to him about it too, because I'd never really thought about the the type of credit that that comedies get. I, you know, I kind of don't really care, just as long as it makes people. If they make people laugh, if they make people happy, I don't really care about the the critical acclaim or awards consideration. The money, though. The money's always <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's really the most good. important. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he brought that point up about what about what about the awards or what, why don't they get that that sort of respect or acclaim and I I hadn't really thought of it and I think was it like Annie Hall the last like, yes straight Annie forward? Hall won best picture yeah. at uh, uh, over Star Wars yeah 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 so that I think that that might have been the last comedy to have been in the mix that way I don't know I think they're they're great comedies happening all the time but but I think not. when time passes in the wisdom of it mm-hmm. and the thing to see that looked at in that way, people are surprised at first and then they go, yeah, I love you because you can watch that again. I know from your wife that you do have a special room in your home mm-hmm. where you just endlessly watch your films uh, until nobody can stand it, but no one goes in there but you. Yes, and so that's the name of the room. No one the goes room in there where but no you. one goes in goes there and nobody can stand. <laughs> the room it. that shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. Where Steve just watches that. I it's and it looks exactly like this room. It does. But as a poster my of you, name, it says, popcorn, says popcorn, popcorn with Steve Carell. Please, please change that. And I now. sit there just, with the video camera. I want it to be changed. <laughs> but now that you because you did this thing that nobody does. The office is gigantic success, like 2,000 Emmy nominations, and you say, no, I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm walking away. Oh, I didn't say it Oh, that you way. did. We know it. So, so many people from the office were on and said, Steve, it's just, you think Ricky Gervais is a problem? You know, no, talk. He just walked away, left everyone jobless. That's I accept true. that. No, I accept it. No, that, the show went on for two more great seasons. Fantastic. Yeah, but that's your opinion. But I say, <laughs> I say that you turned to drama mm-hmm. and in Foxcatcher were just magnificent. Oh, thanks. Yeah. But Academy Award nomination comes. What happens to your head? Um, you know what? I say very grounded. Do you? No. It, no. <laughs> Good, I'm, because I'm, I just don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was honestly, that was a big, that was a big deal. That I, I didn't see that one coming. And um, to, to have Bennett Miller contact you mm-hmm. and let's let's have lunch i'd like to talk to you about something 
really came out of the blue. And I didn't know Bennett Miller. I knew his work, but I didn't know him personally. So to be even in the company of somebody like that and then say, have him say, would you read this script? I'd, I'd like you to look at the part of John DuPont. And, you know, it's a, and, a, and a character in a way I'd really never seen myself. Um, as a murderer? As, well, as like, I, in a movie like that. <laughs> yeah, well, you I, know, that was like a big, that was a big deal for me. So um, There must have been like talks in boardrooms and things. You, you think Carell could murder somebody? You know what? I, actually, I talked to Bennett about that yeah. exact thing. And it was, it, it was sort of a counterintuitive thing for him because he wanted to catch someone that you really didn't think was capable of that. Like, like sort of my public persona yeah. is, is not that. Um, no, so people have to know you a little better. A little bit better, yeah. like you do. Yeah, you that, could yeah. see through that. I could that. see, I knew it. But he, you know, he sort of played on that you know, public image, at least, that, um, that ran counter to the character. So it was sort of a, an interesting way in for him. Now, I'm told, and people tell me things, that you will be Bobby Riggs yeah. in Battle of the Sexes, yeah. uh, co-starring with Oscar winner Emma Stone. Yeah. So I'm going to ask, is it because of your tennis that you were hired? Or there was something in Bobby Riggs' uh, eccentricities that I they found? Don't, I can't tell you exactly. I had worked with the directors before mm -hmm. on Little Miss Sunshine. Mm -hmm. um, so that worked. That, was, that turned out to be really a great experience and a, and a really good movie. Um, so I don't know. That, that would be a question for them, why they, they called me up for it. It was really fun. It was like a very, very different thing. People always say that to me when they know that the actual directors would have such terrible things to say. Oh, so yeah. you say, go ask them, go ask and them. the show's over. Yeah. So when I get the answer... Then you'll never talk <laughs> to them. Just, so. it, just, yeah. it just won't happen no, to do it that. it won't work. But did you enjoy this? Did, did Bobby Riggs bring something out in you for, that was never in you before? He was an interesting character because he was, on the surface, he was this um, chauvinist, and he goaded this you know woman, Billie Jean King, into playing this tennis match. But the tr the reality mm -hmm. was that he was it was just he was a marketer, he was a self promoter, and he was able to um, goad her. He was able to kind of really take a page from uh, Muhammad Ali's playbook in terms of creating this public persona that would stir people up. And that's, that's really what it was. Just wearing her down. Kind of, that. yeah. So since you are now, I was asking you about tennis. Are you just like so amazing? No, I am not. I, I played a little tennis when I was a kid, but I'm not, I'm not an amazing tennis player. So they hired player. a team of uh, they hired, tennis people? Well, there were professional, let's put it this way. Anytime you see a great tennis shot in this movie, it's me. Okay. And the stunt guys and the tennis pros just couldn't do it in front of a camera. They, I'm sure they use some of their bits <laughs> from it. a distance, but anytime it's really good and a really elegant shot from like over the shoulder and mm -hmm. you see part of my face, mm -hmm. it's me. It's me. For it's sure. good to know because I like to feel I'm part of it. Had you played Spider-Man, I would want to think you were in that suit. I did play Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. That was <laughs> That me. kid that was here yesterday claimed it was him. You were mm. doing all those stunts. I did the stunts for yeah. Spider-Man. Sometimes so they just job me in to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I went to the top of the Empire State Building the other day. We really? had a special tour of, there's like 
another observation deck on top of the observation deck. That, oh, that real people can't go to. That is like a special, like, cause we actually knew someone on sure the inside. Yeah. Well, actually from Second City days. Wow. From back in Chicago. And so we got access to this other deck, and I was terrified because it's, there's, it's not enclosed, mm -hmm. and you're walking around up there, and there's a picture of Tom Cruise sitting on the ledge. Like, so cool. And I was like, <laughs> and they're trying to take pictures of me, and I'm holding on to the railing like, please let this end. And Tom Cruise is like, his hair Perfect. flowing in the wind. Well, he actually had to put a, a little railing because of Tom Cruise. Because he sat down, <laughs> like straddling. So you the, couldn't have done it even if you wanted to. I, yeah, it was terrifying. I can't believe he does this Well, stuff I'm glad that, that you were terrifying and making the rest of us feel that we can never, ever share the experience that you had. I like that. I, I well, basically like you to can feel live vicariously dismissed. I can. Through my I, wonderful story. So you're feeling good. I am, yeah. That despicable was, that was Steve Carell is having like a non-despicable life. It's been pretty, it's been a good year. It's been fun. Which means it's time for song. Oh no. As we end it. Oh, come on. I need to hear that voice okay. while you have that hair. Because okay. I'm assuming, did you grow that hair for a role? Uh, the role of life. Which is... You can't win an Oscar for that. <sighs> Peter, that's the most important role of all. <laughs> The role of life. <laughs> okay. Well, the role of life for me is to hear you give me a snippet of a song. All right. Okay. You're once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> and I love you. I love you. I feel like I'm three times a lady now. And so I thank you for that, Steve Carell. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for that. That was great. Me.